Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to mini episode 234 of Real Life Ghost Stories and I have two spooky stories for you today and the last story comes from the 14th of November 2022 and story number one comes from Linda. I have a tiny little ghost story for you. It happened to me while I was on vacation in Ireland for the first time. I was very excited for this trip with my family as I knew it might be the last vacation as a whole. Soon I was going to move out, so I really wanted to have a last journey together. My mom, my dad and my three years younger sister sat with me on that plane to Dublin. My lovely sister and I were especially excited about the Game of Thrones tour we booked in advance. So early in the morning we got on the coach, which would get us to all the movie spots. The guide was telling us all sorts of stories about the places we went and about Irish folklore. As we were about to reach our next goal, the Dark Hedges, we got stopped by two policemen barricading the road that we were supposed to take. They wouldn't tell us why they didn't let us through, just showing the driver another route to the place. It seemed like we were going to make it there finally, but very close to our destination, there were another two policemen to stop us. Everyone was frustrated, since we all thought that we'd have to turn back and forget about the Dark Hedges. Somehow, all of a sudden, one officer said we could walk there if we wanted to, which all the participants agreed to. Nobody wanted to miss the mystical path between those amazing trees. Quickly, everyone got off the coach and followed our guide. While walking towards the place, he told us about a ghost that allegedly haunts this place. She is called the Grey Lady. A former servant girl, that had mysteriously disappeared while working for the family who once lived at the mansion at the end of the road. As the story goes, she haunts the area around the trees lining the road and watches the visitors so they won't damage them. If they do, she will haunt them and let them know about her disapproval. Before we even got there, I was quite spooked. I had had some supernatural experiences in the past which sometimes still haunt me to this day. With that in mind, I would never have thought that I was about to add another encounter to my repertoire. While walking between the majestic trees, my sister and I took tons of pictures of the alley and a few of each other. Since my sister has very shaky hands, she tends to use the camera setting, which with a click takes five plus pictures in a few seconds. While walking ahead of her, she asked me to turn around so she could take photos of me. I posed and the trigger went off. We walked all the way to the end and took some more pictures of the manor and then had to head back, 
since we had a tighter schedule caused by the delay. The rest of the day went smooth and was lots of fun. On our way back, I started to go through the pictures we took with my camera. All of a sudden, I stopped at one picture of myself. It was one of those five plus picture series that my sister had taken. Something was just wrong with it. I went back and forth between the photos, which were shot a few seconds apart. Picture one of me smiling, picture two of me smiling, picture three of me smiling. But this doesn't look like my face. It looked distorted, a little blurry. But the thing that made me shiver was the smile. It was an evil smile. And then the eyes, they were black, not brown like mine as seen on the other pictures. I was tapping my sister on the shoulder to show her the unsettling image. I needed to know if I was imagining things. She quietly went back and forth through the photos. Then she looked at me and mouthed, What the fuck? This isn't your face. This just isn't. For a moment we both looked at the cursed image and then I decided to show it to the guide. After his inspection he just grinned and said, I guess he got visited by the grey lady. I was so terrified I immediately deleted my haunted picture and prayed that if anything attached itself to me, it shall let go in an instant and not return. That night I didn't sleep very well, but fortunately whatever had visited me at the Dark Hedges stayed where it belonged. Would you believe I have never been to the Dark Hedges? If you are unfamiliar with the Dark Hedges, um, it is very symbolic, I suppose, for Game of Thrones fans and it is now part of like the Game of Thrones tourist attraction. I think it's an Antrim, but either whether or not you're a Game of Thrones fan, that's irrelevant. Whether or not you've seen Game of Thrones ever, if you look up the Dark Hedges, I mean, it is absolutely stunning. Like they, they, It is a stunning destination. And I can totally understand why people think it's haunted. It's very mysterious looking and unnerving. And I didn't realise there was a haunting associated with it of the Grey Lady. I had absolutely no idea. So there's a little tidbit of information for me that I was unaware of. And looks like she made herself known to you and your sister. And I know there's going to be people who are listening to this who are going to be like, Linda, why didn't you keep the picture? And I, I think that I would do the same thing as Linda. I think especially if it was a picture of me and it didn't look like me and I was freaked out by it and it looked like I was being, you know, possessed by this grey lady or whatever, I would be like, let's delete that. Delete that off the camera, delete that out of my life, we don't need it. So actually, Linda, I think the deletion of the picture was probably a very good idea. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And story number two comes from Brittany. I wrote in a couple of years ago. It probably wasn't a very memorable couple of stories, but I recently had something that connects to one of these stories. So I described a dream that I had when I was 13. This was seven years ago. At the time of the dream, and even when I sent it in, I had no idea what that dream meant. I had no clue that I was seeing a glimpse into the dark future that I am now currently living in. I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee in the US. I've always been drawn to the supernatural and my mom's side of the family says that the women in the family have angels that speak to them. My mom's dad had always lived with his mother, my great-grandma, and my great-grandma is a wonderful lady. She is the sweetest 90-year-old that has lived through hell and still manages to be a beacon of light, even in her now dementia-ridden state. Her faith in God is something to be admired. The house my grandpa and great-grandma live in has been in the family for years. I grew up spending the majority of my weekends there. I remember playing witches and spies with my siblings there as kids. It was always home. It was the one thing in my life that was constant. My grandpa and great-grandma fought all the time. They argued as mother and son do. My grandpa isn't a fantastic guy. He's made mistakes, but one thing he never did was lay a hand on his mother. He isn't a believer in Christ like my great-grandma. He doesn't believe in pretty much anything. Despite this, he was amazing to me and my siblings. He was my only grandpa and I was his little china doll. As you might be guessing, I've always been really close to my grandpa. He always let me build random stuff in the garage while he smoked and watched NASCAR or football. He taught me to love old music like Leonard Skinnerd and Kansas. He let me shoot his guns and his best friend was his next door neighbour. He was my hero. Like I said, I wrote in a couple of years ago. The dream from that story was that I was in my grandpa and great-grandma's house. My grandpa lives in the attic of this house. My great-grandma lived in the room at the bottom of the stairs going to the attic. In this dream, I was in my great-grandma's room and an angel came to take our souls to heaven. In the kitchen was something dark trying to trick my friend and I into eating something to take our souls. I never knew what that dream meant. I knew that there was more than a dream because I have always been able to tell the difference between my imagination and something different. This was different. Fast forward seven years. I was 20 years old when my dad sat me down after work. My grandpa had tried to kill my great-grandma. This was a blow that I could never have imagined. I went to go and see her in the hospital. She had strangulation marks and was beaten severely. It was hard to see her like that. The woman that dedicated her entire life to taking care of her eldest son was in the hospital because he tried to kill her. Her having dementia, she didn't remember what happened. Everyone was too scared to go and see him because we didn't know why he had done what he did. But me being close to him, he was my main concern. I knew my great-grandma was fine because she didn't remember, but I was worried sick about my grandpa. I went to the house to check on him. Up in the attic, I announced myself and he started yelling in a voice that wasn't his own. It scared me. I asked if he was okay and he said, I'm still alive if that's what you mean. I don't know for how much longer though. The voice was deep and growly. Mean. 
a way my grandpa would never speak to me. I started to cry. I was terrified he meant he was going to kill himself, the same way my brother passed away four years ago. When I started crying, it was like he snapped out of something. Baby girl, what's wrong? What happened? Where's mama? In his normal voice. Let's just say I booked it out of the house soon after that. My mom and I started talking about what happened. At the time I was there, I was also on the phone with my fiancé, who heard the entire interaction with my grandpa. My fiancé is a sceptic. He's a true Christian man, but one that doesn't believe in spirits and the paranormal. But even he said he heard the difference in voices. It sounded like two separate people. My mom began to tell me of a dark entity in the house, one that we had both seen before but never told anyone about. It spent the majority of its time in the attic. It wouldn't go downstairs to my great-grandma's room because of her strong faith. My mom described how her dad, my grandpa, had been part of a cult when he was younger. She also said that my brother, who struggled with schizophrenia and drug abuse before his suicide, had described the same entity and that it came about because my great-grandfather had been part of the KKK and did unspeakable things in the attic. A couple of months after my grandma went into the hospital, I decided to go and see my grandpa. I missed him so much. It hurt more than anything knowing that my relationship with him would never be the same, but I needed to make sure that he knew that I loved him, no matter what. When I got there, my older sister was with me. My grandpa was laying in my great-grandma's room. We talked to him and I asked if there was anything upstairs I needed to go get for him. He started panicking, telling me not to go up there. He said that he doesn't go up there anymore. It's up there and I'm scared. My sister and I looked at each other. This man who has never believed in anything was saying this to us. He didn't remember anything that happened that day with his mom. He knows that he hurt her but doesn't remember it. After this, I went by myself to see my great-grandma in the hospital. Her dementia only got worse after that incident, as a form of coping mechanism. When I walked into the room, she immediately knew who I was. Since my brother passed away, her memory declined. She always knew that I was her granddaughter, but couldn't remember my name or who I belonged to. That day, she knew everything. It was a breath of fresh air. Until she said... I want you to know that it wasn't your grandpa. The devil got a hold of him. I asked her if she remembered what had happened, and she told me yes, but she didn't want to talk about it. About an hour after that, the dementia took hold again. I want to think that the dream I had was a warning that I couldn't quite understand. I blame myself for not knowing, especially now that I make those connections. Since my brother passed, I've gotten into Wiccanism, and I'm currently working on growing my psychic abilities. I plan on growing my strength in my energy so that I can get rid of the entity in that house. My mom, my sister and I believe that the entity took hold of my grandpa to try and get rid of my great-grandma because of her faith. Now it's trying to get my grandpa to take his life and take his soul. Or at least that's what I think because of my dream. This story is a particularly tricky one to talk about. And um, I just want to be really clear from the offset that Brittany and I am by no means trying to invalidate your beliefs or what happened to your family or anything like that but it it is a kind of it, it seems to be a story where faith the supernatural mental health like illness have all collided 
in one in this really horrible, horrible, awful, violent experience for your family. I can't even begin to understand what it must have felt like to be sat down and told, I'm really sorry to say this, but your grandfather, this man that you obviously adore, has tried to kill his mother because I, I don't even know how you would how you would square those those two things, those two identities of that one person. But the thing that I want to say really strongly is that you should not under any circumstances blame yourself for not knowing. So hindsight is always twenty twenty. That that saying exists for a reason. And you said yourself in the beginning that when you had that dream all those years ago, you didn't know what it meant, but you knew that it was something significant. It sounds like that in no world, even if you were able to decipher that dream, would you have ever believed that your grandfather was going to do this? So I don't believe there is anything that you could have done differently that could have stopped this from happening. You cannot control what other people do. You cannot control what other people's actions are, whether they're violent or not. Sometimes people do awful things. And even if your dream had showed a blow-by-blow account of what was going to happen, would you have believed it? Probably not. And what would you realistically have been able to do to deal with it? So I just, just wanted to say that you are not the person to blame in this scenario whatsoever. And it sounds like your family has been through an awful lot of shit. So I just, I hope that through your exploration of your spirituality that you are able to find some sort of peace moving forward and maybe you'll be able to share some of that peace with your family members god that was very i didn't mean for that to be so luxury i'm really sorry Brittany. i'm sure that was not your intention when you wrote in um but i'm sure there are also lots of people who for whatever reason blame themselves for things that have happened within their family but like i said can't control other people's actions and blaming yourself is not helpful Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Linda and Brittany for sending in your stories. Remember, the last story came from the 14th of November, 2022. If you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to Podcast at gmail.com. You can also check out the website Podcast.com. And if you are desperate for extra content, you can sign up to Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash Stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I should see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.